you are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. There's plenty to talk about, so let's get right to it. Um, The XFL is upon us. We waited. It's here. Not sure it's going to last. You know, that's great having Vince McMahon's money behind it. Great. Um, You know, you put a lot of money behind a crappy restaurant. It's still not going to work. Money's great. Talent's important. Because if you don't have the talent on the field, then it's all about the pageantry. And there's not enough pageantry. The last XFL probably had that more unlocked in this XFL. And it just, I watched it. Listen, you know, some people are getting upset that are being negative towards it. But I'm the guy watching it. I've watched it every week. I've watched most of the games. So I think I should be the guy who who tells you what I think. I'm, I'm not a guy to candy coat. I've never been that guy. But... When I'm watching um, the Vipers and the Dragons, okay, and there's 141 total yards in the first half and three points, nobody wants to see that shit. Nobody wants to see that in the NFL. That's not a good NFL game. Everybody wants to see a good defensive game, but 141 yards of total offense on both sides of the field, by the way. Nobody wants to see 70 yards of offense each side and a half. Like, the crowd in Seattle was great. The atmosphere was great. The Vipers, <laughs> 20 possessions offensively, zero touchdowns. That's not good football. That ain't a reason for people to pile out and go watch the Vipers. I initially thought I was going to go to the game. Uh, my tickets fell through. I mean, I'm not going to go out of my way to do it. I would have went. I would have gone. Um, I got this email if anybody ever wants to email me, it's Ian Beckles at radioinfluence.com. Uh, it's from uh, Brent Walters from Houston. Uh, he wants to know about the XFL and if I think it's going to work. Uh, he enjoyed himself when he went to see the, ref, the uh, Roughnecks. And he also asked about uh, putting uh, Kappa at right tackle and um, you know bringing in Brandon Scherf from Washington. I don't know anything about Brandon Scherf from Washington. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not the guy to sit and watch film. You know, if I got paid, I would. It's not something I do. I haven't watched any Husky football. So I'm sure he's a good football player. Uh, Kappa played okay at right guard. You move the right tackle, he has to relearn. So why would you move Kappa? That doesn't make any sense. Keep him exactly where he is. Now, kind of blended that into the, to the NFL, but let's go back to the XFL. Everybody was so excited about Quentin Flowers getting in the game. Uh, much to everybody's dismay, him throwing a two-yard interception touchdown. Um, Been watching football for a long time. Not quite sure I've ever seen a quarterback throw football and a defender catch the ball from one and a half yards away. I've never seen. You've seen J.J. Watt intercept passes for the line of scrimmage, but he wasn't literally almost two feet from the quarterback. So that's what Quentin Flowers did. And um, it wasn't the the prettiest thing in the world. Let me tell you what the XFL is doing well. Their review is awesome. Their review is, okay, we're going to review. And I literally put it on the clock. And it took 45 seconds to review it, get back on the field and play. Explanation went up to the booth. Dean Blandino was talking about it. It was perfect. The NFL, you go get you a sandwich. You got plenty of time. They don't do it the right way. 
So if the one thing that the NFL needs to adopt is that from the XFL for sure. I guess there was rumors that the XFL was contacting Tim Tebow to get out there. Um, the problem, part of the problem is the quarterbacking. Listen, Tim Tebow's a great name. You want better quarterbacking, that's not the way I go. I go the guy who can throw the ball a little bit better than Tim Tebow. I don't know how old Tim Tebow is now, but I have a funny feeling when he's 50, people are still going to be bringing him up as um, as a potential quarterback for whoever and what league. He's, he won't die, that's for sure. Tim Tebow is still playing baseball, by the way, minor league baseball for five years. Kind of odd. So let's go to the NFL. Miles Garrett got reinstated. Um, Goodell, I thought, did the right thing. Miles Garrett, you know, was a was a good person before he swung his helmet at uh, Mason Rudolph. Uh I gave my opinion afterwards. Everybody knows you shouldn't do that. I know you shouldn't do that. Everybody knows you shouldn't do that, as does Miles Garrett. I'm going to say this. If you've ever been into a fight, like a literal fight, you'll make bad decisions. I do, you do, everybody does. And he made a bad decision. Now, this whole N-word thing, whether Mason uh, Rudolph said the N-word, I like to stay completely out of that. Don't care. I don't care. What do I care? If Mason Rudolph said the N-word, then Miles, that's, that word polices itself better than any word on the planet, okay? If Mason Rudolph called Miles Garrett the N-word, first of all, Miles, still can't swing your helmet at him and kill him or try to kill him, so it doesn't matter. If he did... And Pouncey heard it, Pouncey would have backed away. That's just the way that word works. If my boy is in a club and fighting a black guy and I hear him use the N-word, I'll step back and you got to take care of yourself. That's the way that word works, okay? So don't worry about that word. The NFL shouldn't worry about it. I remember there was a time when the NFL wanted to ban the word. I go, shit, don't worry about that word. It polices itself, okay? So I don't care whether we said it or not. I really don't. And I think he should drop that. Because there's actually, uh, I think Mason Rudolph, uh, their lawyer is actually talking about suing Miles Garrett. And if he didn't say it, you know what? Should. He should. If he didn't say it, only one problem. How do you prove it? Really, it's hard for either side to prove that. So I would completely drop that, to be honest with you. Jim Brown turns 84. Um, if you don't, I'm too, I'm still too young to watch Jim Brown. I think I've seen every highlight because he didn't play for that long. He was fantastic when he played. Uh, got a chance to meet him at, at the, the Barlow um, Gala. Uh, was quite the gentleman. Uh, I showed my respect, as everybody who loves football should, to Jim Brown because he's one of the toughest some bitches ever played the game. And then I moved on. But um, got to give love to Jim Jim Brown for turning 84. And it's good to know that a football player who was a physical son of a bitch can turn 84. And he's still moving around. So good, so good for him. The NFL... Um, Still can't make enough money. Uh, they keep on acting like they they give a shit about the football players, but we all know that's not true. Uh, they're all trying to make lots and lots and lots of money, which most companies do, okay. But most companies care about their players. So uh, out of the side of their mouth, the NFL cares about concussions. Uh, they're going to do what they can to lim limit concussions, yet they're, they want to add a football game to the season. Don't know how that's going to minimize concussions. It can't. Um, the CBA is coming up. Uh, the 17 game is going to happen. I'm letting everybody know right now. There ain't no way the NFLPA has enough leverage to hold back 32 billionaires. It's impossible. 
And when it comes out to a work stoppage, which it might, <laughs> 32 billionaires just sit on their hands. 32 billionaires can do what they want, okay? If you're a billionaire, you have the ability to lose $100 million and not trip, all right? If you're a 24-year-old football player with very little earning potential other than football, you'll sign some shit to play an extra game. That's the way it goes. So the owners have all the leverage. But it's, it's going to be, if they do it, it's going to be a funny, messy thing do you just prorate that 17th game? How do the contracts work? What happened with people that had guaranteed money? How do you prorate that? So, you know, it's not quite as smooth as everybody could just say, just add a game. It's not that easy. But it is going to bring back a lot of revenue, that is for sure. Uh, there's, that's definitely not up for debate. Uh, the, co- the combine's right around the corner. And everybody knows the Combine has been in Indianapolis forever. I don't remember it being anywhere else because it was in Indianapolis when I was at the Combine in 1989. Uh, I got a chance to drive an hour to the Combine. Everybody else gets to fly and hotels and stuff. I got to drive an hour to the Combine. It was a lot of fun. But the, the Combine has turned into a reality show. Uh, everybody has on a sweet outfit, the sweet gear, the sweet shoes. Um... And the NFL, once again, is finding ways to make money off the combine. They actually switched it to prime time. Uh, the viewership's going to go up, obviously. Um, and it's just, it's a, it's a whole different affair than when I played way back when. And this is how things are going to change. The NFL is making money off the combine now, okay? So the NFL, uh, the PA is going to see that, and it's going to come to a point where players are just going to say, I ain't going, because... For every Trevor Lawrence, you know, who doesn't need to go, uh, or every Joe Burrow who doesn't need to go, or Tua or Chase Young, there's a bunch of people on the bottom of the roster that's going to benefit. But the dudes up top are going to stop going. It doesn't make sense. If you're Joe Burrow, why? Just to show, just go and show you're healthy. Ask, you know, answer some questions. Don't throw nothing. It's to a point now where it doesn't make any sense. Uh, as far as teams being represented, the um, LSU has 16 players. Michigan has 11, Ohio State 11, Alabama 10, and Georgia 10. So it's obviously a big school thing. Um, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get a better player if you get them from LSU, but you are probably getting a five-star high school player who had a whole lot of potential. So that's just the way that goes. And eventually, athletes are going to need to be paid to go to the combine if the NFL's bankrolling on it, and that's what they're doing. And the fact that they're putting it in prime time now, uh, the city of Indianapolis has to be hurting a little bit, you know, as far as their economy goes, because those drunk-ass coaches uh, used to be at the bars in Indianapolis all night long, leaving all their money. And it's not even their money, it's the organization's money. They're going to lose a lot of that, okay? Either that or they're going to, you know, they're going to be hitting the bar a lot later. But um, don't be surprised if it moves from Indianapolis here real soon as well. I could just see that being in California or, heck, even here in Tampa. Indianapolis, you been there? Yeah, I'm good. If anybody ever wants to email me, it's ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com. Make sure you're listening to all the other podcasts as well at Iran and Ian Show, 95.3 FM and 6.20 AM. Monday through Friday, uh, talking sports. But I appreciate you guys listening in. I'll be back next week for In the Trenches. We're talking more football. Have a wonderful week, and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.
I'm Jerry Petuck, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist. So thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. 